0: Welcome to the IEEE Quantum Podcast Series, an IEEE Future Directions Digital Studio production. This podcast series informs on the landscape of the quantum ecosystem and highlights projects and activities on quantum technologies. In this episode, we speak with Worley, founder and CEO of Strangeworks. He provides insights into the evolution of the quantum space and offers advice to those who may be looking to leverage quantum technology or pursue quantum as a career path. Well, to get started, Worley, thanks for joining and contributing to the IEEE Quantum podcast series. Could you introduce yourself and just give a little information on your background?
1: Sure. My name is Worley. I am the CEO and co-founder of StrangeWorks, which is a quantum computing software company here in Austin, Texas. And uh, before that, I started my career at Apple, went into IBM, and then have done a number of startups that were acquired by Accenture, Zynga,
0: and Goldman Sachs. So the company that you're with now, can you speak a little bit about that and how your company differentiates its approach to quantum? Yeah,
1: so a lot of the so StrangeWorks is a is a bit of a unique beast, right? I mean, think about it from the aspect of most of the quantum companies you hear about; these quantum companies are based in the hardware realm, right? So it's all hardware and very intense research. Uh, StrangeWorks was founded to take all of the products of that research and delivered in the hands of as many people as possible, effectively democratizing quantum. So when you think about StrangeWorks, you know, think about us as this little company based in Austin, Texas, that's removing all the barriers to quantum from a price standpoint, from an access standpoint, from a knowledge standpoint, so that people can turn what if into what is and use the most complete quantum ecosystem available. We have, you know, dozens and dozens of partners. We have over 100 Uh, devices available online. And we want to help everybody move every idea they have, uh, every bold idea, hopefully world-changing idea, forward faster with all of the quantum and quantum-inspired solutions that they need in one place so they can stretch their budgets further, have scalable utility pricing and flexible spending management, and unlock business value today with these tools as opposed to waiting until we have quantum advantage or things like that. Because if you wait, you'll most likely get left behind. It's extremely difficult for uh, you to take a developer and make them a quantum developer. I know I've tried. That was in my original plan. And so, you know, I believe Deloitte says it could take up to 24 months. Um, So, you know, if you're thinking, okay, I saw the announcement on the 1,000-qubit Atom machine or the 1,200-qubit IBM machine, et cetera, et cetera, this seems to be heating up. Well, just know that five years ago we started the company, there were only 17 qubits. And so if you think about the acceleration and the pace of acceleration uh, that's happening in the space, you pretty much need to get involved. And we offer the easiest way to get involved. It's free to go and sign up for individuals. Uh, the enterprise licenses are, you know, the cheapest ones that you can get available anywhere in the space to make it really easy. Again, StrangeWorks, removing barriers to quantum,
0: that's, that
1: pretty much sums it up.
0: So what are some of the specific advantages this approach enables in quantum?
1: So the advantage of this approach is that, one, you can have many more people involved in, in basically problem solving, right? So right now, you need a team, you need somebody who knows the quantum mechanics, you're going to need your developers, all of that. Well, We've taken some of the algorithmic components and productized them as managed applications. So take something like a QAOA or a variational quantum mining solver or our new hybrid solver, a subject matter expert can use that and take advantage of quantum without having to know about the quantum mechanics without having to know a lot about the quantum computing, they're just using that as a processing endpoint, right? So to that effect, we've expanded to support for MathWorks uh, from MATLAB and for Mathematica from Wolfram uh, so that those products are integrated with StrangeWorks and StrangeWorks is integrated with them. So it's a much more holistic approach that allows a much wider group of people in your company to be able to participate in this quantum revolution.
0: So Worley, that sounds very much like quantum as a service. Do you have any further insights into that?
1: Yeah, you know, most of the industry right now is based on quantum as a service. Um, These machines are big, they're expensive, and there's not a lot of them. So usually the person that makes the machine has it in their data center and is sharing it out. I think in the future that'll change. You'll see ion traps become more um, productized as things that are rack mount. You'll see uh, superconducting uh, become larger in their capacity. But I think if you think of the way AWS works, pretty good hint as to how quantum is going to lean for the very near future, at least.
0: So what about new technologies like AI and machine learning? How are they playing in the quantum space? So part of the StrangeWorks
1: vision and the vision that I set for the company with my co-founders was quantum and AI are seen as these two big technological advantages. They're intertwined. AI is already capable of creating algorithms that wouldn't run on classical hardware. And we have so many discoveries we still need to make about quantum mechanics that we need AI research assistance and AI you know, testing you and so on and so forth. So to me, these technologies are on a collision course. In fact, that's what most of my speaking this year and all of my speaking next year will be about is this world of scientific discovery at the point of convergence of quantum and artificial intelligence. And they're even more tied if you think about it from the standpoint of quantum computing uh, you know, seen over here and AI seen over here and, and what we really have isn't really AI. I would argue that it's still really great at automation. And I've literally received death threats about that, but it's true. Um, what OpenAI and SAMO has done is absolutely fantastic. But if you believe the world is quantum mechanical and your brain is from nature, then your brain is somewhat quantum mechanical. Then to build a brain, you need quantum mechanics. So you need a quantum computing infrastructure on which to build an actual AGI or a super intelligence. Um, look, that could be wrong, that's my personal opinion, but that's kind of how we view it here. And that's what we've been looking and, and working towards for the last five,
0: almost six years now. So you touched upon earlier how the quantum space is rapidly changing. How do you see it evolving over the next 10 years?
1: Look, I I think you see quantum computers being a lot closer to ubiquity by, you know, the end of the decade, they're probably in massive use. Uh, I look at the timeline and I think there's going to be a new complete set of challenges with the availability of of a general purpose quantum computer in mass. And one of those challenges would be who's going to program it. And that's kind of part of why we are taking this quantum and AI approach on how do you have, uh, you know basically sciops tools right so science operations right you have developer ops you know back in the day because the i.t department the developers developers had different requirements and their power users and all that well now you have all of this resurgence of deep tech in the investing community and all these science companies and so you need kind of this scientific operational model so i think i think you know how does it change i think you start seeing most businesses use them in the next couple of years if not faster I think you see getting a lot closer to a general purpose quantum computer by 2030. But by then, I mean, look, it's it's kind of a ridiculous thing. We talk about quantum advantage in the industry. We talk about general purpose quantum computer. Let's go back to 1959. Jack Kilby invents the integrated circuit. Before that, you could cre- use transistors, you bought them one at a time and built your own stuff. That starts Texas Instruments building calculators. That leads to computers and everything from Cray and Sun Microsystems to Apple and Microsoft and all of this industry we're about to go through that again right and so so this is a this is the first step away from von neumann architectures this is a first step into a completely new area of computing with a completely new set of modalities and so you know predicting the future on it can be hard but i can tell you that it is coming extremely fast i mean we had 17 qubits 5 years ago we have thousands now you know another couple of years we'll probably see 10,000 qubit 20,000 qubit machine start getting to that the world changes so when people say how do i see it evolve that question always leads people to say i want to know when i should invest in this technology and you should invest now because if you wait till that moment your competitors will be too late you know it, it'll be way too late for you um this is something you hear a lot of people in quantum say i haven't always said it uh, it is now a, a definitely a reality that, that you're facing as an enterprise, right? This technology is going to come out of nowhere. There's not a lot of skilled people available in the market to use the technology. There's not a lot of uh, pre-canned things. So this is going to be a little different um, exercise
0: for for enterprise to adopt and for developers to adopt as well. Speaking of that, as a CEO, you probably have some idea of the human resource challenges in the quantum space, So do you have any advice to young professionals or students who might be looking at quantum as a career path?
1: Yeah, look, I think quantum is the career path. I think we had the industrial revolution, we had the information revolution, now we have a quantum revolution. And when you think about that from that perspective, first of all, it's not just engineering jobs that'll be available, but focusing on those. You're going, look, every industry, when it gets started, transitions from advanced research to applied research. We are in that process of transition in the quantum industry and we're probably about right there in my opinion. The closer we get to closing that gap, the more jobs there are for electrical engineers. So we take things that were theoretical and we start working on how do we build a thousand of these things and make them scalable and make them available. So, you know, computer science, definitely valuable. There's a lot of quantum information science that's available at most universities. There's not a lot of quantum computing everywhere, but when we started, there were four master's programs. There's now over 70. You know, There's plenty of opportunity to go out and get the education you need to get involved in this space.
0: You're familiar with the IEEE Quantum Initiative. What role do you see it playing in helping to advance quantum?
1: Well, the IEEE has a really big role in advancing quantum. One of the first things I did when I got in this market was I worked with the IEEE Standards Group to start the Quantum Computing Standards Working Group and PAR um, 7103. Forgotten them now. It's been five years to start to get standards on nomenclature, which is something I can really be impactful on because people say a qubit, but a qubit is not like a bit, right? All qubits aren't the same. Like they have different, you know, ways that they are composable. They have different ways that they're affected by different things environmentally. They give you different answers, maybe. So you know, standardizing that nomenclature is a rule that the I can really take. Evangelizing this industry out to all of the students and all of the people, especially the next generation of engineers, super, super valuable. Uh, And also showing technical leadership, like there's going to be policy uh, coming up, right? Lobbying for the right policies that don't negate the science in an effort to prevent, you know, the fear and uncertainty and doubt about encryption breaking or things of that nature. So, you know, the IEEE has a very big and a very important role not just in its quantum initiative or the standards thing I worked with, but in policy driving and driving educational components for universities and helping programs. There's a very big role for them here.
0: Worley, thank you again for taking time to speak with us today. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners?
1: Yes. The final thought is that you live in the greatest time to be alive in history. We're on the verge of everybody becoming a scientist we're on the verge of making massive scientific discoveries and advances based on artificial intelligence and quantum computing and their convergence and i would encourage everybody to go out and spend as much time as humanly possible learning about what the developments are learning the tools on the hardware side on the software side educating yourself as much as possible because this is the next great entrepreneurial opportunity it is the next great scientific discovery opportunity It is just the next great opportunity. And I think it's really important to think of things like the advent of the personal computer and the Homebrew Compute Club. It's about where the quantum industry is right now. To think about the internet and Tim Berners-Lee and Larry Kleinrock were doing some connections and people were starting jail. It's about where it is right now. So right now is the perfect time to jump in it and have the ability to build enough experience so that when this technology hits and the market really takes off, you're in a really great position from a career perspective.
0: Thank you for listening to our interview with Whirley. To learn more about the IEEE Quantum Initiative, please visit our web portal at quantum.ieee.org.